and many world championships and many Olympic goals does Paul O'Donnell need to win to be the greatest sports person of all time in Ireland is there a number can we pick a number because he's going to do it OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB sports app OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar to Munich and I'm delighted to say we have Rashida Adelecki with us again on the show I'm delighted to welcome you back Rashida how are you doing how are you feeling this morning thank you I'm good I'm a little bit tired but no I'm fine I'm still kind of energetic still after last night how do you sleep after running a new personal best Irish record in a major championships do you get any sleep no not really because like you always have like so much adrenaline as well, so rush and trace, so it's hard to sleep sometimes. We had Israel on the show yesterday morning and he said he celebrated by going to McDonald's in Munich. How did you celebrate? <laughs> um, well, it was really late when I got back, so I just had to get back to the hotel, get something to eat and go to bed, literally. like um, I didn't even think of McDonald's, honestly. Yeah, he had he had the good idea. Obviously, the previous night. Like, what what is that uh, experience in that headspace like? Is it? I presume it's kind of like hard to, to come off that because it felt like such a roller coaster of emotions, even between finishing the race yesterday and then realizing a couple of moments later that that uh, you'd obviously set the time that you did. Yeah, like obviously, I, in the race, I was very cautious of like what was going on. I knew I was in my position. Um, when I crossed the line, I was quite disappointed because I knew like I didn't medal and when the time was coming up on the board you know first second third fourth I didn't see my name I was like oh god and I was already like kind of disappointed and I um, saw my name come up in fifth I knew national record and I was like do you know what I'll take that like after the long season like I'm happy to be here and to be able to like make you know personal best after like 48 races or whatnot the race itself is, um, as Owen described it there, a bit of a roller coaster because uh, you've so much time to think. Like it's it's fifty seconds basically of like thoughts and and where am I now? How's it going? What's that like for you? Do you break it down into little chunks? Is there kind of one one part of your brain just going run 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 and the rest of it going where is everybody else? How, how much are you aware of as the race progresses? Yeah, like I'm completely aware. I'm completely aware of what ha- what's happening in the race, not necessarily what's happening like outside with like noise and like fans and stuff. But like the 400 is so long that like it's just a complete mind game. Like coming off the first bend into into the straight, you're just thinking like get out. And like I was running and I was thinking, oh, I already passed the Polish girl inside of me. I'm on the outside of me, so I was thinking like. Maybe I'm going too fast. I was like, no, listen to the plan that Coach Flo gave you. Keep running, keep running, keep running. And like, you know, at the same time, when you're coming home on the home straight, it's kind of like, just keep pushing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to convince myself that I'm not hurting and just keep pushing, just keep pushing. It's going to be worth at the end. Yeah. So it's a lot of my games all I'm running. I'm very aware of what's going on. How painful is the home stretch? It's, it's bad, like pain wise, but like as well, like, as I said, like I was in medal position until the like, like last 10, 15 metres. And, you know, f- mentally knowing that like a medal is slipping away from you and you literally can't move your legs any faster. It's just, like the worst thing in the world. How do you know? Like, have you looked across? Is it peripheral vision? Like, So I was actually looking at the big screen while I was running down the home straight, which probably, you know, was a lesson for me. Don't really do that because I feel like the excitement of me being in a medal position 
kind of made me tense up a bit because I was like, don't lose the medal. You're in a medical position. You're in a medal position. And I feel like um, that kind of threw me off a bit. So kind of a lesson for next time. Like just focus on the race like you're in the race itself. So just focus on that. Um, somebody said and in various places that this is only the sixth outdoor 400 metres you've run. Is that correct? Yeah, that was my sixth race ever. Um, I'm still new to the event kind of. So like knowing how to run it is always going to be a challenging um, experience for me at this stage but you know each learning each race is a new experience for me so I definitely took something away from that race last night and I presume the more you do it it's it's as much about uh, running in all the different lane positions as much as it is running the actual 400 that if you get that uh, crappy draw again you'll know exactly what to do next time I, I presume that's part of it yeah, it's all part of it at the end of the day. Like, it's all four, 400 metres. Lane one wouldn't really be convenient for, like, someone like myself being so tall. I have such a long stride. I can't really fully extend myself. But I just have to try to get out of my head. Like, each lane is equal 400. And, you know, you just have to try to give your best on the day. Uh, when did you make the decision to move to the 400? Um, It wasn't re- really like a... It wasn't really like a decision. It just kind of got thrown into it. Like I did four by fours and like, then I just randomly did the 400 out of that big 12s in May. And then like I ran a new national record there. So I was like, do you know what? Like, let me do this at Worlds. I decided a couple months later, I'm going to do it at Worlds. And it just kind of became a thing. So like now I'm just in it kind of. Are you now officially a 400 meter runner? Is that what your future is, do you think? Um, I definitely will do it in the future. I'm probably going to do more 200s or maybe a couple more 100s, maybe a couple more 60s. Right. I don't know. I kind of, I love all the events, so it's kind of hard to choose one, but my most potential is probably the 400 years. It feels that way, certainly. And the progress that you've made so quickly um, would suggest that is the case. There was also a report that maybe you weren't even going to come to the Europeans after the Worlds because you were a bit disappointed that you didn't make the final of the Worlds. Was that in your thinking or was that actually, no, hang on a second, I've just run like the ninth fastest time here. I'm going to go to the Europeans and I'm going to get into that final and I'm going to keep going. What was your thought process there? Well, yeah, after Worlds, like even before Worlds, I already decided I was going to go to Europeans. Like I had like, example, I had a holiday booked from June um, and Worlds was only in mid, end of July. So I already made that decision not to go to Worlds because I was like, I mean, to Europeans because I felt like Europeans were so far away. You know, I have a long season next year. I should just like, you know, end it there and go on to some um, winter fall training and, you know, get ready for next year. And I was just I was I had about ten days off, completely off after Worlds. I was in like my off season, and I just missed running. Like I was like, I might actually just go to Europeans because I feel like I could do something there. And um, my hope was to get a medal. This was probably the most competitive year ever for the four hundred meters. Like there was a ridiculous amount of girls under fifty one seconds in the four hundred this year. So it was definitely a challenging thing to do, but. I just um, committed to it and I'm here now, so. How many days into that 10-day break did it take for you to realise that you missed running? Um, Probably about, oh, probably on like the eighth day. I was just like, I kind of want to run, like, because mm. I just love running so much. So it's like, I kind of missed it. And a lot of people would think, oh, you miss running, just go for a run or just maybe do a training session. But I was like, no, I want to still compete, so. It's a bit different in that case. Can I just ask, what what are you thinking about at that moment? Like, what what is the bit that you love the most about it that you're you're thinking about? Is is it just running itself, or is it actually 
the winning considering you're obviously very very successful at this as well like what what part about the competing did you miss on day eight of that break um i just miss like the atmosphere of competing you know the trail of competing you know and as well i feel like i kind of had like unfinished business like i knew i was in good shape at worlds and i was like maybe i shouldn't like throw away the good shape or maybe i should see what i can still do because i knew worlds wasn't like my best performance like i didn't even um, run a PB so I was like I knew what type of shape I was in and I knew that I could run a new national record and you know I kind of want to see if you know those thoughts were, were true How has living in America worked out for you? How is it working and, and obviously you're heading back there for next year as well what, what's the, what's on the, the schedule there and what are the bits that living there exclusively allows you to do? Um, no I absolutely love it there like I think it's just the perfect basically like for academics life in general and athletics like it just has a great balance of everything and um, you know a lot of people would say the long season isn't ideal especially if you're going to do post-season competitions but you know coach flow has a sort of well to that we can still continue um, performing and continue running pbs after you know the long collegiate season it just has like the training gear towards that too so you know it's just the right mix of everything and it just allows me to you know become the best athlete i can be and yeah it's just a really good it's a really good setup over there how long are you scheduled to be in the university of texas well, I graduate in 2024, so open until then at least. Okay. And the, like the European season, is that like then on your agenda after that, like properly Diamond League and all that kind of stuff? Or will you be able to do a little bit of both? Um, yeah, it depends. You know, I don't want to like overextend myself if it's not necessary. So if I do need to do like anything like a diamond league or anything to test how I am after the collegiate season I could but it's usually the major championships that's my main focus Go on well, I know you got relay this week as well but are you eventually going to get on that holiday? No we have the relay yes but no I won't be able to go on any holidays because um, I literally start school the day I get back to the US from Munich so yeah I'm straight back into it I won't train until October but school um, is on in person so I can't really go anywhere Sometimes you know college or it's okay to like take it easy for the first few weeks you can still have a good time right? Yeah, of course. You know, I can find some... Austin is a really, like, lovely place, so there's a lot of things to do. Hopefully I can, like, you know, meet up with friends and, like, find some fun stuff to do over there and just, like, make the most of the little break I have. I don't know if you've seen the, the um, sports pages, but your your picture is on the front of the examiner and a couple of other of the sports sections. Are you aware of the impact that yourself and Israel have had this week and just the, you know, the inspiration that you're providing to the entire country? Um, no, yeah, like, I just absolutely love all the support. Like, that's probably one of the reasons why I love competing so much because, like, I can put a smile on other people's faces and they can put a smile on my face. So I just love the overall, like, experience. Like, I just love how supportive the fans are and how, like, much they give they give to us and so we can give to them. So, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. In terms of the major championships that you're talking about, um, when you go back now, having run a national record at the 400, uh, do you start thinking about that in like in Olympic terms? Like that will be the target. Whatever else about running everything else and, and really enjoying that and honing your sprinting from the sixty indoor to whatever in the collegiate circuit. Do you think now, from an Ireland perspective and from a major uh, championships perspective, that the four hundred will be the focus? Um. Yeah. Like 
showing how much I progressed in the last year from just starting it and not even doing like no any base training for the 400 I just feel like there's a lot of promise in this event so yeah I definitely would see myself doing that more world of Olympics and this makes me excited to see example even what I could do next year if I start you know training for the 400 um this um fall coming up and you know get ready for it indoor outdoor season yeah it makes me really excited yeah, well, we're already excited for you too, Rashida. Great to have you with us. Thanks a million. Enjoy the rest of the week in Munich. Thank Cheers. you so, so much. I appreciate it. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.